Hi, I'm Laura Von Holt. And I'm Alex Gershney, and you're listening to Astrology Zoned, a Susan Miller fan podcast. Susan Miller reads the stars. We read Susan Miller. Hello, Alex. Hi, Laura. (laughs) How's it going today? You know, Alex, I think we're doing okay. Great. Yeah. I mean, there might be some bumpy stuff astrologically, but spiritually, I think we're doing okay. And there was one thing that my entire mental health has hinged upon this this past week or so. I yes, think you know what me. it is. I think I do, but I would love for you to okay. tell me well, more. Well, listeners, Alex and I fulfilled a, one of my lifelong dreams this earlier this past week. We went to see the Rockettes Christmas Spectacular at Radio City Music Hall. Wow. This is not an ad not for an Radio ad. City. No, we're not sponsored, but they should. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we should be Christmas Spectacular influencers. Yes. Because I, I was influenced. Definitely. De- I definitely was influenced in so many ways. And like, I know it's a, I wouldn't be like, I know it's a Christmas tradition. It looks so fun. There's ladies in sparkly outfits. But I was like, this show is actually spectacular. It didn't, right. It was not a lie. The name no. was not an exaggeration. Yes, totally the fulfillment of a dream. Except mm-hmm. now I have a new dream, which is to be a rocket. Alex, I think you're totally, that's a reasonable dream. And like, <laughs> even even though the, I think the Rockettes operate a little bit like the Miss America pageant where like there's a height and an age cutoff, yeah. I still believe that you could get your shot. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I, I appreciate your support. Well, when we went with our friend Talia and after we dropped you off to the subway, Talia and I were practicing our golden girl kicks. So if they ever do like the silver Rockettes, Yes. I think that could be our We'll just do a little bit of low kicks and tappy taps, you know? Yeah. I think we should start that actually because I think if anyone else, like if a if a real Rockette gets wind of this idea, mm-hmm. Silver Rockettes, yeah. it's just going to be older women who were yeah. really Rockettes. Right. Which would be also, I would be okay if they put them in the show as well, but I want the chance to audition. Right. Yeah. I want to be in it too. Yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. Silver Rockettes. So okay. Good. And the other exciting thing that we should tell our listeners that yeah. happened is that we go get our seats. They're not great. Second row from the back. I mean, the seats were great. We could see everything. But I'm yes. just saying we were not up close in, you yeah, know. we were not in the VIP center. section. We were not in the VIP oh. section. We're walking into the row. Who do we walk by to get to our seats? Santa. Santa Claus. Literally the real Santa Claus. And I mean real Santa Claus was sitting next to us. Because I was just following like Alex into the row. Be like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. And then I like look up and the man in the seat next to me. And I look up and I just go, oh, hi, Santa. Because it was Santa. It was Santa Claus. It was a man with a silver beard and silver hair and glasses. And he was wearing a red sweater and a, and a Santa hat. And he just was santa and then i was like wait is santa just like because for a second i was like is this part of the show like everyone gets a santa in their row you know and then i was like no he's just like he's just a row p <laughs> like, yeah just, like yeah he was just being santa he was just like i need some christmas magic i'm gonna just lay low yeah. and go into the last row like he and didn't biggie. he didn't have like his publicist contact the rockettes and get like a vip seat. he just like bought a ticket 
I, w- I wasn't sure if he was alone or not because I couldn't look at anybody else but him because I was just so excited. But yeah, so I, I like, I'm, and I, the way we had marched in, I was just going to be next to him. So I'm like, oh, Santa, I'm so glad you came. And he said, oh, yeah, well, you know, I got to get the show in before my schedule gets too crazy. And I was like, oh, yeah, absolutely. And then he's like, I also got to check out the impersonators they have in this show. And I was like, oh, I'm so glad you're doing quality control, Santa. <laughs> And then, like, the theater was kind of cold, and he's like, mm, I love this breeze. And I was like, it's just like the Northern Pole. And he's like, it reminds me of home. And then, like, we're waiting for the show to start, and he's just, like, on his phone checking his stocks. He was checking his stocks. Santa. <laughs> Santa an, in- which, an investor. Well, I also was thinking it's so funny because I was like, do we have the stocking thing all wrong? And it said he, like, is actually just, just giving you stocks. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is very interesting. But interesting that Santa is investing, you know, in securities and he's giving all of us, you know, like socks and yeah. other items. Yeah, exactly. I was like, hmm, I have a lot of questions about Santa the stock investor. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, yeah, it was thrilling, you know, and then and then I said, you know, Santa, I, like you're really famous. I don't want to draw attention, but like, do you think we could take a selfie together? Yeah. He said, oh, yes, absolutely. And then my favorite part of the selfie is we look adorable, and there's a man behind us trying desperately not to be in the selfie, and he <laughs> like I couldn't do it. He's in the selfie. <laughs> like, um. Anyway, uh, so that was just magical because it was like, oh my god, we have our own personal Santa in the row. Yeah. Like, like does like does everyone? Because it felt like oh, that usually this, this would be a part of the show, but it was like no, we just had like, like. There's Santa's on stage, but we have the real guy next to us because he's just casually there on a Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. Like, that's why I was like, I think this is the real one. He's like, just chilling on a Tuesday night. Could be like, yeah. watch the Rockettes. I like the show. Right. Right. And he wasn't wearing like the full outfit, but yeah. he was definitely like wearing pieces of the outfit. Right. He was wearing like, he had like a red sweater. I like, I remember what. I feel like he's wearing normal pants, but like nice camel jacket, like, you know, but then a Santa hat so that you knew like it's Santa. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Anyway, then I got really excited because like, you know, they were singing about Santa and I kept looking at him being like, they're singing about Santa and I'm next to Santa. And then he was wearing red and I was wearing gold sequins. And then I just kind of had the idea that like, I think I would make a really good Mrs. Claus trophy wife situation. Yeah. And that's like what I like, I was like, oh my God, if I could actually date Santa, like, mm-hmm. or, or if a man that looks like Santa and be willing to play along with my delusions, like, I could be, like, Mariah Carey, Queen of Christmas with my Santa boyfriend. Okay, you heard it. Yeah. World. So, like, Susan Miller, if we're going to do Fleets of Cupid, I just actually need, a, like, a sleigh of Santa. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. We went to this performance not expecting anything, and we came out with dreams I mean, yes. I mean, I was just dazzled the minute we got in there because the chandeliers made to look like a snowflake. There's like shiny sparkle things, you know. And then like, and then you're like, oh, here are really Radio City. And then we sat down next to Santa and I was like, what else is going to happen to Um, us? They gave us 3D glasses. They gave us 3D glasses. So it was like, wait, things are just getting wilder and better and better. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. Wow. Wow. Anyway, yeah, the whole show was phenomenal. I mean, I think I, like, squeezed Talia's leg 800 times because I was so excited. Um, we could look at each other going, oh, did you see that? Did you see that? Like, I like it was full of Christmas magic. And then there was something that blew my mind. And I also – so the whole show is, like, kind of like Rockette Christmas New York propaganda, which I was fine with. I was sold. New York is the most magical city on the planet at Christmas time. Like, yes, believe it. And but then they went, and and also I was noticing because the Rockettes are like, 
when else do you see 40 women on stage, like dancing? Like that's such an old school, spectacular, like thing to like the early 1900s, maybe, you know? And yeah, that, that never happens. It's never too happens. expensive no, to too have expensive that. To have, yeah. like, I'm like, and they're all like the same height and like everything, you know? And so it's just like magical watching a, that many women on stage dancing. And then they left the New York Christmas propaganda part and there was a religious pageant. And I was like, oh, this is very old school. We're doing the like full on like Christmas propaganda, like the reason for the season. That's exactly what I thought. They're like, they're telling us like, don't forget the reason for the season. Yes, exactly. So there's like this little pageant of like people who are like kind of like wise men and they're like naming all the wise men and what they brought. And there's like this pageant of people crossing the stage. And... Then all of a sudden there's like a brief little tableau with a beautiful angel and the shepherd and the sheep. And I was like, oh, my God, that's a real sheep because I thought it was a puppet at first. And then I realized the sheep were real. And then the pageant continues. There's this little parade. And then they have like a donkey like just on the stage. just like, you know, like a wise man leading a donkey. And then the real showstopper, two live camels. Yeah. What they were like, and like I was like, oh my god, those are real. Because at first I was like, is it like two guys in a suit? No, because then one camel was mad at something and kept like biting his leg. And there was like a handler dressed as a wise man that was like, come on, buddy. And they like just kept yeah. on going. There was one camel that really was very well behaved, and there yeah. was another camel that kind of went rogue. Yeah. But that was also thrilling because everyone was like, Oh my god, it's real. Oh my god, it's real. It's a real it's a, this whole parade it's just so that you can have two camels on stage and then they make the final tableau of like the birth of baby jesus and my favorite part about that is that like mary and joseph are on this like dais and there's a manger and because of where our seats were i can't really tell what was going on i just saw this like glowy light coming from the manger and i was like is that a glow worm is baby jesus an alien egg a glow worm like i love it even better exceeding all expectations yeah i would say that was a bonus of our bonus season. bonus you thought and, baby jesus was a glow worm potentially yeah, yeah i was like wait this is the best <laughs> nativity scene i've ever seen <laughs> and then there's the two camels and one camel is chill and the other camel is still not chill <laughs> no. and so the hands like kept kind of pointing him to the back of the stage so he wouldn't look at whatever was making him mad <laughs> but for a second we were like uh are we gonna have to is there gonna be a murder pandemonium here <laughs> like yeah like killing. It was amazing. And then we learned, for all of you Radio City Christmas Spectacular aficionados out there who know all these things already, thank you for listening to us. Mm -hmm. But we learned that this living nativity was in the original show, like, in the 30s. Yeah. And so we were like, okay, that contextualizes it a little more in terms of, like, the the religious... The religious aspect. ...aspect yeah. of Christmas. Mm -hmm. Um because presumably it wasn't full of New York propaganda. Right, exactly. Yeah. But like, so they like, we're going to keep the original elements of the, sh the spectacular. Like, we always have a nativity scene. And of course, in the 30s, you would have like a very religious scene. I feel like if you're making this show now, it's more just like, like most of the show, which is just like lights, New York, Santa, snowflakes, you know, like right. people on a bus. Like, and it was really, but it's like great New York propaganda. I'm like, you're right. New York is the best town of Christmas. Like, we are Christmas Town, USA. Yeah, it made yeah. me want to put on a sparkly leotard and yeah. ride a tour bus. And I was like, ne never has anything been more beautiful than like Fifth Avenue at yeah. this time. Oh, it's obviously the best. Yeah. So I was sold, sold. Um, but yeah, there's, I mean, wow. And then there was like some flat, I don't want to give everything away, but there's some things that flew. Like 
incredible 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 um, but i do think i was like oh my god the reason for the season is the camels that's true that's yeah. not, they didn't yeah. exactly achieve what they wanted yeah. to you but it was close i was like no i yes mm-hmm. every year i must celebrate the tradition of the camel <laughs> Camels and the beautiful baby glowworm. Yeah, I was like, no, I was like, the reason we have this every year for 2,000 years is because of the camels. And I subscribe. Right. Subscribe. Santa is checking his stocking. Right. And the reason for the season is a camel. Right. But Santa actually in the show made a stockings joke. Oh, yeah, he did. And it was like... borderline misogynistic they've cleaned it up just to be on the right side of like barely i would say it was feminist it was just like not as blatant sexual harassment as you would do in the 30s yeah 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 it was okay i don't think not our real santa the santa on stage the scripted santa the scripted santa right our real santa did not make that joke no he was great yeah also there was a twerking teddy bear what a time i know what a time. And he also did, like, the, like, you know, ballroom Vogue dancing where you, like, lay flat on the floor. Or you're like, I'm dead. Like, you know, like, yeah. He was a star. Yeah. I was like, I love that this that this twerking teddy bear underneath is a drag queen. Yes. I loved it. I yeah. loved it. The Voguing drag queen. And I was like, that's why New York is the best Christmas city. Right. When else in America are you going to get a Voguing drag queen teddy bear who's probably like a Juilliard trained dancer on stage? Right. I wonder if he'll make it to the next show next year. Yeah, I don't know if they change that part every year or what. Right. Also, there was a brief like Nutcracker interlude where there was a twerking teddy bear. And I want to say the young lady who played Clara, clean exquisite the leaps i'm very sorry i hope she's not been through too much mental and emotional trauma to reach that level of excellence but she was excellent she was she was yeah. like yeah. they clearly were like get this per- the best person in the ballet class. yeah exactly yeah, yeah. at the professional yeah. school yeah. yeah bring her over get those camels from new jersey we got a show to put on that's right wow oh. anyway so yeah and our horoscope didn't tell us about that but it was phenomenal that's the thing we got no warning, which probably made it even more magical, yeah. but, you know. I know. I did really feel like Christmas was real that day. I was like, oh, my God, Christmas. Because everything had, like, over the weekend because it just, like, Thanksgiving had just finished. So, like, over the past 48 hours, all of New York had gotten, like, decorated. Yeah. Like, oh, it's on. It's on. It's time. Yeah. Yeah. So, whew. So, that's, yeah, that was a little update on yeah. on our yeah. Christmas spirit. And then I think speaking of Christmas magic, Susan Miller is back. Her horoscopes are back. We have a lot to report on that. Um, But before we get into December, Alex and I had the idea because the past couple months of horoscopes were kind of dire because Susan Miller was ill. But also the like poor Scorpios, their whole birthday um, horoscope was like, you're going to get embezzled. Yeah. So we decided what we should do is have a check-in, an accuracy check-in, where we, like, report on whether or not the predictions from the previous month came true, like, did we get embezzled or not, just so we can, like, have a really scientific measurement of the accuracy of the horoscopes as they subjectively pertain to us. Right. We're calling it accuracy roundup check-in. Accuracy check-in, embezzlement roundup. I don't know. What? Right. Embezzled yeah. or not embezzled. Embezzled or not embezzled. This month. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Alex, as the resident Scorpio, were you embezzled? 
Okay, Susan told me to really watch out for embezzlement. And because the horoscope was so short, that was about 75% of my predictions Mm -hmm. for November. Happy birthday. Thank you. (laughs) I would say I was not embezzled during my birthday month. I did go to Mexico City during Thanksgiving, which was really great. No complaints, Mexico City. Can't wait to go back. Mm -hmm. Um, Upon arriving at the airport, I did somehow get roped into taking like this giant SUV that was a million dollars that was like a cab. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like there was some kind of like um, ring happening at the Mm -hmm. airport where Mm -hmm. it was like, oh, look at those two gals who look like dumb Americans and they don't understand how to get a taxi here. Yep. Yep. Okay. And so yep. I'm not entirely sure who was embezzling from me. Was it the woman at the taxi stand who I paid? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was it the man who had the SUV mm-hmm. who was trying to take my money? Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was my first like experience there, and I took Ubers like the rest of the time, which made this SUV embezzlement even like really put it into perspective into how much I was getting embezzled. Oh, wow. Because you then had a different price option. Yeah. I was just like, oh, my God, this was crazy. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, like, did you get embezzled or bamboozled? Oh, my God. Wow. That's like when Oprah asked Harry Megan, were you silent or were you silenced? Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. This is the hard-hitting questions. You're really making me think. (laughs) I think I was bamboozled, but also – they took my money. Yeah. So I think I was also embezzled. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also sounds like there could have been any number of like translation and cultural miscommunications that, well, that encourage embezzlement. Absolutely. And yeah. then I think we looked like we were worried that we were going to get human trafficked. Yeah. Fair. So people mm-hmm. kept trying to assure us that we were okay. Okay. Yeah. Basically, I should have started with this, but like, There's a line for a cab. Before you get on the line, you have to go to this little hut and you have to tell them where you're going. Okay. So then they give you a ticket and then you get back on the line. Okay. But this man who was driving one of the legitimate cabs, Uh he kept being like, I can take you right now. And we were like, why don't we have to wait online? Yeah. But he couldn't answer because no one spoke English. Yeah. And we didn't speak Spanish. And there was a guy on the line being like, I think it's okay. Like, you can go with him. Um, and so then there was this other woman and she was writing into like Google translate in her phone oh. and we were like looking over her shoulder cause she kept trying to tell us it was safe, but I okay. was like, is she part of this embezzlement human trafficking ring? Oof, I don't know. And so she yeah. was writing in Spanish clearly like you, you can get out of the line because you paid for this SUV. Okay. But Google translate kept translating the car as a tractor. Oh, you paid for a tractor. So I paid for a tractor. <laughs> <laughs> to take me to my hotel in Mexico City. Wow. How was the tractor ride? I mean, it was fine. Um, you know, once we arrived safely and yes. all of that kind of stuff. <sighs> wow. Okay. Thrilling. Okay. Yeah. I I wasn't really concerned that something was going to go wrong. I just was like, why are we getting special treatment? Yeah. But yeah. what I didn't understand is we were getting special treatment because we paid an arm and a leg for the tractor. Right. And you didn't really need a tractor. You just need a regular taxi. But somehow you got embezzled into paying for a tractor. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's my story of embezzlement. Thank you. I, I really hope you can use that for like two truths and a lie. Like I accidentally rented a tractor in Mexico City. <laughs> like, That's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Laura. 
Well, okay, so my horoscope did not predict embezzlement, but I am a Taurus, which is like the opposite of Scorpio, so I feel like sometimes we have overlap. And I do have a slight embezzlement update where I had rented a car in the summer, and while I was renting the car, the mirror kind of fell out, and so I like duct tape it because it was flapping against the side of the car. And then I – this is in Hawaii where I feel like you can duct tape your car. It's like not that unusual. <laughs> But anyway, I should take it off. Anyway, I arrived back to return my car, and they're like, what happened? And I'm like, I don't know. The mirror started acting weird, so I taped it. And then I had to fill out a whole bunch of reports and whatever. I just thought I was, like, reporting something so they could fix it. But then I got this whole email and phone call about how, like, you owe $900 because of, like, the damage to the car. And I was like, I didn't fucking damage it. I didn't fill out a collision thing. I just said it was an incident report that, like, the mirror. And in my thing, I was, like, very clear. Like, I tried to adjust the mirror, and then it fell out. I don't know what happened, you know? Anyway, so it was like I pay nine hundred dollars. I'm like, oh my god, Alex, I'm getting embezzled. So that that's my like that's my crossover embezzlement update. The other accuracy check in is that in my very brief horoscope, Susan Miller had said like around November thirteenth there would be all this difficult communication and don't kick the hornet's nets. Something something will work out. And I had something happen like five or six days before that, and I feel like she would be like, that's part of the new moon umbrella or whatever. So right, you know, right. maybe it was fine. But anyway. Right. I feel like, again, we didn't have much guidance last month, so I couldn't tell you if, like, she was going to give me more info on it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, there was some difficult something, something. So, you know, I feel like accurate horoscope, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Embezzled, difficult communication. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely difficult communication on my part definitely. in that I really should have learned some more Spanish before. Yeah. Travel. Right. So, yeah. Lesson learned. Okay. Yes. I When I was in Frankfurt um, briefly for two days, I really relied on my friend who had remembered to ask, do you take credit card before we got into taxis? Oh, that's so yeah. great. Some, something Mitch credit card. In, and I was like, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Smart. So, yeah. Well, <clears throat> okay. So now that we have uh, covered the accuracy, let's talk about the upcoming December horoscopes from Susan Miller. The First of all, the note. The note. She's back. Thank gosh. Wow. Her eyesight has returned. You know what? That's a Christmas miracle. That is a Christmas miracle because as she says, her doctor didn't even know if she'd be able to see again. Wow. You guys, we almost had a catastrophe. We almost did. Um, so she just, you know, she said, I'm really happy. I can see it's not 100%, but it's better. And I was able to write you these very lengthy horoscopes as usual. And then she says December is going to be a special month. Although, oh, Merc Retro. Merc Retro. Okay, yeah. December 13th to January 1st. Okay. Oh, wait, so December 13th is just FYI, Taylor Swift's birthday and my niece's birthday. So. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. Happy yeah. birthday to them. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So she, she called out some dates that I guess she feels are going to be important for all the signs because she put them in the note. Mm-hmm. December 5th, when a promise made to the one you love can last forever, forever. Is that a Zales ad? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is like, she, wow. she Googled like Zales. Wow. Okay. Tagline. Okay. It's Sunday, December 3rd. So I got to remember Tuesday. A promise. Yeah. I was like, forever. what's going to happen to me on Tuesday? I don't like, know. Alex, you, know, you don't know. You don't know, Alex. A promise made to the one you love. Mm-hmm. We'll find out. Okay, okay, so that's the fifth. Then don't get too comfortable because in two days, December 7th, when Mercury will receive divine rays from Jupiter, perfect for travel, communication, negotiation, or making a contractual agreement. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then you've got a bit of a break. She okay. says December 25th is going to be gorgeous because of a glamorous heavenly trine. December 26th, fantastic full moon in Cancer. December 27th, the finest four-star day of the month. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Okay. So you know what she talks about it in the note. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Or it means something. Yeah. So she's just like, it's going to be great. And then also she thinks everyone's New Year's Eves are going to be great too. That's so nice. Yeah. So she's really excited about that. She's really Um, excited for the holiday magic. She is. I'm like, Susan, do you attend the Radio City Christmas Spectacular as a New Yorker? I I really encourage everyone who does or does not live in New York to attend because I feel like I've been waiting too long to go. I mean, I feel like I saw it the perfect day because I sat next to Santa Claus. Yeah. And like, I was, I'm like very much old enough to appreciate it, like more than the children. I was like, no, this makes me re believe in the magic. It's not just like, you know, of course this Christmas is magic. I'm a kid. No, I was like, guys, wait, I think it's real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. I was like, wow, Susan, she really said a lot about astrology in the note. And then she immediately starts talking about the wall calendar. Great. Business business lady Susan Miller. Business lady Susan Miller. So 2024 wall calendar is out. Great. Susan, both Susan and Isaac, the artist of mm. the, what did she call them? Skinny fashion girls. The skinny fashion girls. Yeah. From Bergdorf Goodman. Mm. Yeah. Classy. Um, Bergdorf Goodman, not too far away from Radio City Music Hall. <laughs> That's right, Susan. Yeah. So she says they're a great, um, a great and affordable holiday gift. Wow. Beautiful. So she'd like you to order those because she thinks that the entire inventory may be gone soon. Oof, get on it, everybody. Yeah. Um, she's also doing an appearance. She's starting to get back to public appearances. Great. So if you live in California on January 14th, she will be in Sherman Oaks. At the Liberate Yourself Boutique Shop. Oh, how lovely. Yeah, and she encourages you to go. The tickets are $75 and include the calendar signed by Susan herself. Oh, that's why she's going to run out is because she's going to give them to the people of these tickets. Yeah, and, you know, I'm just saying, listener, if you're attending this, you might want to ask Susan to demonstrate the calendar for you because that was a real highlight of my life. When we met her and she went through it page by page. Yeah. Thrilling. Thrilling. So go to this. She's also doing more um, AMA, Ask Me Anythings on Discord. She'd love you to sign up for Discord. She says, don't sign up too late. Don't sign up right before the session is going to start because you might not get it all. But go to Discord, get you know approval to use it, and then join this. And you're going to make a lot of great friends Aww. or something like that. Yeah. Aww. Oh, that's so nice. And she says, it's very nice. You know, it's all audio. No one is typing. So you're just in like a cozy space together. I'm pretty sure she says that. Lovely. Um, And she says, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and a very happy new year. That's wonderful. That's really, really charming and really lovely. And I'm, you know, I'm so happy that she's back. I'm just happy that she's feeling better. She sounds like she has a lot of energy, a zest for her work. You know, she's happy to be connecting with the people. Um, and, you know, she's going to keep on doing horoscopes the way she's going to keep on doing them. Even though we expose all of her inefficiencies, she's going to do it her way. It's like that never happened, Laura. Laura, it's like that never happened. <laughs> nope. She's happy to be doing it back the same way she's been doing it for 25 years. And you know what? Good for Susan. If it works for the Rockettes, it can work for Susan Miller. 
That's true, right? You don't mess with the formula. Right. Of Why are we trying to mess with the Christmas spectacular? It right. is spectacular. It is. Wow. Okay. Well, all thrilling. Okay. Well, thank you, um, Alex, for that recap. I, uh, I mean, welcome back, Susan Miller. Welcome back. So, um, should we get into the horoscopes? Sure. So I think we have to wish a very happy birthday to Sagittarius. Happy birthday, Sagittarius. Yes. Aww. Happy birthday to my sister. Happy birthday to my niece. Oh, happy yeah, birthday my to all sister, the- my sister too, which I think every year we're like, really interesting. Yes. I know, right? It's always like, huh, sisters can be born in different signs. Um, it's also funny because I have I'm a Taurus and I have my older sister is a Taurus, and then the sister that's in between me and her is a Gemini. Oh. So it was like Taurus, Gemini, Taurus. No. Ooh. Yeah, that's how it goes in birth order. Wow. I know. Weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, so I think it was looking pretty good for our Sagittarius. Sagittari? Sagittarii? Sagittarians. Sagittarians? Yeah. I don't know. I'm making it up. I'm making it up too. Sagittarius. Happy birthday, Sagittarius. It looks yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Happy birthday. Your birthday present is like a fully, yeah. very long horoscope from Susan Right. Miller. Which like, very sorry to, I mean, it was Scorpio and Libra that missed out on, yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Sorry, it's guys. okay. There's always next year. Yeah. Um. So she started off with like uh, some stuff about the new, the full moon that had been November 27th. Um, and she like was recapping kind of something, which I was kind of like, I want to move on from this because it already happened. But in case it was helpful to you guys, there was something like maybe a difference of opinion was brewing with a romantic or a business partner. Like something might have come to the surface and maybe somebody hurt your feelings. Um, but then she then she dropped in a like astrology lesson and something I didn't know, which there's she says the full moon has a purpose. Oh, and I was like, oh, okay. So she says, this is just a lesson for everybody. With any full moon, so much depends on how things have been going up to that point. The universe aims for two goals, to cleanse situations by forcing transparency and discussion and to forge progress through a necessary decision. Full moons arrive every four weeks and are very effective at bringing us to all these conclusions. So I was like, okay, okay, there's, that's why she had to break up the full moon. It's like there was a reason for whatever trouble you were having. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I hope you had some discussion, Sagittarius. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she says, if you were born within five days of November 27th, you really felt that full moon. So I don't know if you Sagittarians, you can tell us if that's accurate. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I hope yeah. it went okay for you. Yeah. So she says once you know you get through that that full moon, she says the first week of December may go exceptionally well for you. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, she says in your professional life, look out for December seventh mm-hmm. because Mercury will be perfectly positioned to receive Jupiter's goodness. Then I also like she said said another way, Mercury and Jupiter will be trying each other. And I was like, neither one of those really mean anything to me, but thank you. Neither. I'm like, Susan, if <laughs> but, you think this is plain language, it's not. But the takeaway is it's going to be one of the best days of the month for you. So you should use it to have a job interview, pitch a client, or give a speech. Any career goal scheduled on this day will shine brightly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly. And then the new moon in Sagittarius is coming on December 12th. Mm -hmm. um, And she says, this is going to give you a high level of enthusiasm and energy. Wow, good. Oh, that sounds pretty good. She does then get into this whole thing about Neptune coming along. Yeah, there was a long list of things that Neptune's fog will affect. Right. I was like, wow, okay. And she means fog because she compares it to like if you're driving in fog and you have to pull over. Oh, yeah, she said. Could make you pull over. I'm going to quote her because I was like, ooh, what a gem. Think of Neptune's fog this way when you are driving along a road that is filled with fog. For safety's sake, you need to slow down or pull over to the side of the road until the haze lifts. So Neptune's fog will be will be affecting the ninth house of foreign countries, overseas relationships, international trade, legal matters, publishing, broadcasting, matters matters related to higher education. Um, in your solar chart, the moon rules cancer and your financial eighth house of other people's money. So it could also affect commissions, bonuses, severance, bank loans, inheritance, venture capital, mortgages, and so forth. Ooh. Yeah. But so just if it's if you see some fog, slow down. Don't proceed, drive through that fog. No, proceed with caution. Proceed with caution. Exactly. And then it will lift. Right. Um, and then, you know, you've got the fogginess and then you've got Merc Retro. Oh, yeah. Okay. So again, December 13th to January 1st. So like you probably will have to slow down because yeah. that's usually what happens around Merc Retro. No, absolutely. So again, proceed with caution. Proceed with caution. Um, but she did want to give you guys a heads up that like if – you're going to have a hard time making professional progress during Merc Retro, but January would have a lot of opportunity for income. So don't freak out. And you might get some like random cash bonus on December 26th during the full moon. Yeah. So look out for that. Cha-ching. Yeah, that could be Oh my God, maybe Santa's stocks will come through. Oh my gosh. Wow. I wish, I was just going to say, I wish Santa had some tips for us, but I don't want to involve Santa in insider trading. No, you're right. Because we don't know what he has access to. No, I don't want to get him in trouble. No. Although, wait, I think we have to be an insider too for it to be trading. So maybe it'd be okay. I just kind of wonder if like Warren Buffett and Santa Claus like hang out. I suspect they do. I suspect. I have questions. You know? Yeah. 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 Well, good for them. (laughs) They're probably (laughs) hanging out all the time. Like, Santa, he was probably supposed to come with him to Radio City and like I know, something happened. I know. I really should have noticed if Santa had a companion with him. I just was so shocked by Santa that I like couldn't even. Well, you were thinking up, how do I get to date Santa? Right, exactly. I was having full on like, where's the Santa Tinder? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Sagittarius is another good day for you is December 27th. Mm-hmm. And she said you might like take a holiday vacation. And also there was like an umbrella of days that would be good. So basically December 24th to the 31st would be a great time. Yeah. Take a trip. Mm-hmm. She says distant travel. Ooh. Okay. So I don't know. That sounds really good. Yeah. It's a rare aspect. Lots of planets doing stuff. Great. And doing good stuff. You know, after the holidays, she said, you're going to want to decompress and relax. How lovely. Um, She knows. And then there's also been something with Jupiter, but Jupiter is going to get out of retrograde on December 30th. And that is like a ruling planet. So it's good for Sagittarians. So she said after December 30th, there will be progress in every area. So many happy weeks and months to come. Right. And then she said, if you're invited to New Year's Eve party, just go. Just go. You got to go. Has Susan ever told us to turn down a social invitation? 
She's mentioned, I feel like sometimes she'll be like, you might feel like staying in, but she's not been like, stay in. But yeah, if she, if she says go, she's like, go. I feel like if Susan's daughters ever came up to her and they were like, mom, I don't know if I should go to this party. Susan was like, you always say yes. Yes. You always say yes. There's sparkling aspects everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yes, she, she says a lot of good things. Um, she just, in the summary, she gives another, um, like, warning against Merc Retro, and she says, like, uh, make sure that you pay close attention to your bank account and your credit card statements for fraud. And she says, don't send any checks in the mail. You might want to use a courier like UPS, DHL, or FedEx, which, again, um, I am convinced Susan is getting kickbacks from these people. I 100%. She, wow, she really does not spend, mind spending her money on those those specialty courier services. No, she does not. She does not, she does not trust a certified mail. <laughs> Susan is really skeptical. Yeah, really skeptical. At the post office. Wow. Not great. Right. Well, it sounds good and, like, many happy weeks and months to come for Sagittarius. So, happy birthday. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday, Taylor Swift and my sister and my niece and Alex's sister too. <laughs> sister Sagittarius. Wow. 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 It's a real, it's a real uh female-friendly sign, apparently. Yeah. I have a lot of lovely Sagittarius friends. So That's I hope true. they all are all having lovely months. Oh, and I have a Sagittarius moon, so maybe some of this applies. Wait. I do too. Oh, wait. I feel like we keep remembering this and then forgetting it. I yeah. love it. I remember. Oh, my God. Same moon. Oh, my God. We're Taurus and Scorpio and then we have the same moon. Like, whoa. Yeah. That's really crazy. That's why we get along. Yeah. We're opposite signs of the same moon. Start right. feeling. Although, similar. did you know that we're Taurus or Taurus and Scorpio are the two are two of the fixed signs? Yes. I think I knew that. Yeah. So we are similar in that yeah. way. Yeah. We're fixed. We're fixed people. We're fixed. We're, we're fixed. like, don't make us do stuff yeah. and don't make us change. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like Alex and I agree. <laughs> so we have okay. a lot. We have a wow. lot. Going on. Okay. But, um, I'd love to hear all about Taurus. Okay, so yes, thank you. I would like to tell you about this. Taurus, this is your horoscope for December 2023. Also, I just realized, oh my God, it's the last month of the year and I didn't even clock that. Wow. Whoa. And Taurus is, I don't know how we feel about change. So breathe. <laughs> breathe through. It's, it's luxury. There's lots of snacks this month. <laughs> There's snacks. You can take a nap. You can take if a you nap. You need to. It'll Keep breathing. Okay. <laughs> wow. Susan Miller started off our horoscope with something that I was like, I don't feel like talking about this. I'm a Taurus. <laughs> she said, over the course of your life as a Taurus, you like to see that you have a nest egg and that you found a way to make it grow. In this month, which so heavily emphasizes financial management, you'll be focused on your salary or if self-employed, the fees and profits you are generating. The full moon in Gemini that occurred late November on November 27th, started your meditation on money. And I was like, actually, Susan, it didn't. And I love that you think I have a nest egg. <laughs> like, she believes in you. And I was like, thank you for thinking of me. <laughs> um, okay, so she did want to cover uh, more stuff about the full moon of November 27th and just that it maybe brought more questions and answers because Neptune was clouding facts. Mm-hmm. This was blocking Mercury in your second house of earned income. Um, so there's still time to answer these questions. And if you are, do, you are likely to find a way to bring in more money. So everybody keep breathing. Okay. So then she wants to move on to the new moon. December 12th in Sagittarius will occur in our 
other financial house of other, the eighth house of other people's money. So the new moon will open up weeks of opportunity. And in your, in our case, we could find ways to earn, spend, save, and invest more effectively. Um, although I wasn't sure about the other people's money. Like, I guess it's just going to be magic money that comes from other people. It's not like our earned income. I don't know, guys. We're going to find some ways for money and saving and blah, 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 blah. Great. Keep your eyes open on December 12th. And then, like, she kept mixing in kind of a lot of, like, practical advice and stuff. But one, like, one thing she wanted to say is that if you are getting a divorce or splitting some sort of a- assets, she wants you to get a forensic accountant because Neptune is worrying her. Okay. So I was like, okay, that's very solid advice. So, like, you don't want any shady business because Neptune and Mercury, there's some funny business. So get right. a forensic accountant if you're getting a divorce. And I was like, that's actually just good divorce advice in general. Right. Um, and then she says, if you haven't been watching where your money goes, you might need to change how you handle money. Just mm-hmm. like a warning. But she said, if you work in the arts, you'll be okay because Neptune governs the creative arts. But you should just watch your budget in case like, you overrun on something for a project. Susan so has a lot of tips on finances. Like yeah. she posted um, something on social media around Black Friday. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And she she was like, compare your your deals carefully um you might notice that the deals on cyber monday are better than the deals on black friday however it's never a deal if you're buying an item that you don't need well okay which i was like that's judge i i feel judged i, I feel judged because also i really bought a great pink coat and i needed it you but, needed uh, it, yeah. yeah it's a deal yeah um so, yes, then she moved on to be, like, there's something there's something going on with a close relationship, maybe a romantic or business partner. Um, and she says Venus is in this collaboration. So it means you might be willing to work with someone you trust who can suggest ways to improve your financial picture. Um, or you might be negotiating with a client on fees and expenses. So she said because of Neptune's position, just make sure you're thinking through all possible expenses and contingencies. So let's just, like. Okay. Somebody might help you and there might we have to like really think through all the worst and best case scenarios. Okay, then there was something which she didn't mention in the main part of the horoscope, but I glanced at and saw it in the summary. And she was talking about the Emerald Year and Neptune. And so our Emerald Year for Taurus is she says goes through like everything is gonna be really good for us up through May 2024 because we are in our Emerald Year. But I was like, but that's not a full year. So I feel like me. I feel like months ago she said something about the Emerald Year coming up for us, but she hasn't specified exactly when that starts and ends. So I don't know if right. we're going into it in 2024 and like the first half is just really good. But, so anyway, heads up, things might be really wonderful and we're in our Emerald Year, but I feel like we lost two months of expanded horoscope, so we don't really know. Right. We don't really know if like we have been in it or we're getting into it. That part was unclear. But Emerald Year alert, Tauruses, things could be great. Um, then she went into some practical advice because of the upcoming Mercury retrograde. She said, if we're going to sign a just contract, December 7th is a great day, but don't sign one past that because Merc Retro is December 13th and January 1st. But a positive of the retrograde is you're going to re, you're going to see lots of friends and family. You'll be like visiting, like re, you, re reunion, reuniting, re, re you know, right. blah, blah, re. Um, but also because of the retrograde, mail your presents early. Thank you. Right. Okay, so then she said the full moon in Cancer on December 26th was going to bring on many feelings of happiness, generosity, and warmth because Cancer full moon is a watery moon and Earth. And which is okay, this is so funny. I was like, what? 
A Cancer full moon is a watery moon and earth, like your Taurus sun, and water, earth and water make flowers. So because Taurus is earth and Cancer is water, we are going to make flowers. You lost me somewhere in there, <laughs> but too. you know, I'm okay like, with it. I was like, water and earth makes mud, but I guess maybe there's a seed. <laughs> yeah, she didn't mention a seed though. <laughs> no, anyway. we, we can be gracious and pretend there's a seed. I'm sure. Okay, so anyway, December 26th, we're going to make some flowers and family traditions should warm your heart. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so then she wanted to give us some more practical advice. Uranus is going to be opposing Venus at the full moon. So if your partner becomes grumpy, don't make a big deal of it. They'll get over it and apologize. Okay. Just FYI. Just FYI. Somebody's grumpy. Um, Saturn is going to be supportive of the sun on the days around December 26th. So it'll help you spin memories that could last forever. Um, it's a full moon with very sweet aspects. Um, so keep your eyes on the bright side. A full moon in Cancer is extra special for it's a sign of family, so appropriate for the holiday season. If you'll be with family, things will go exquisitely well. And then she said, this year, December 31st, will bring one of your best experiences. The moon will be transiting to Virgo, shining in your fifth house of true love. I know. I better bring a really good dress when I go to Hawaii, just in case I find my true love. Well, Santa. Oh, my God. Do you think, like, he's going to be in Hawaii and we're going to fall in love? I don't know if he is, but I think you should be prepared. I will be because I'm going to be the queen of Christmas. That's so good. Um, so yes, anyway, the moon's gonna, there's gonna be a triangle of something and there's gonna be golden beams and something's great. So New Year's Eve is going to be very, very romantic. There's, I think the triangle is the moon, the sun and Jupiter. I'm not sure, but there's a golden triangle. Uh Um, and it's going to make, it's Taurus, get ready, get ready, Taurus for bring your outfits, bring your glitter. This triangle will make us irresistibly incandescent with a glow that comes from knowing you are loved. And if you decide to become engaged, it's an enchanting date. <laughs> I was just going to say, this also sounds like a Zales ad. A Zales ad. Then a little bit practical advice. She says, but I would ask you to make the formal engagement on January 2nd after Mercury goes direct, but the choice is up to you. She says the evening's going to be very romantic, but it was kind of like if you're actually engaged, be like, I want to propose to you, but we can't announce it until January 2nd because that's like a better day. Right. Which I feel like would actually happen to me. So if I, if Santa proposes on New Year's Eve, I'm going to be like, thank you so much. My answer is yes, but I'm not going to give you my formal yes until after Mercury is out of retrograde. Right. And then you'd be like, Santa, I think we need a quick little um, tutorial on astrology. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so anyway, she ends with what a wonderful outlook you have for a memorable, loving New Year's Eve. I think great. Not that I don't think this is based on whatever Susan is reading in the charts, but yeah. it also sounds to me like she's just ready to go out and party. She's ready to go out and party. She's been sick. She can't see. She wants to revisit all of her friends, family, loved ones and have a sparkling time because she's feeling better. Right. So she's just yeah. like uh, golden beams. Golden go beams. Them. Golden beams. Golden triangles. Incandescently glowing. Zalesad. Oh, Zalesad. But I, w- I would say I could definitely see myself getting engaged and being like, Yes, the answer is yes, but like I'm not. Ask me again on the second for real. Like, like, yes, wink, wink. So, like, be like, just say, I think we should get married. And then we'll be like, wink, wink. And then ask me on just January 2nd. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, what other choice do you have? 
It would be. I don't know what choice. I know the rules. Yeah, exactly. Like, like you'd really be a dummy to yeah, do it I'd any like, other way. Okay, great question. My answer is positive. Ask me again. How's your Mercury retrograde? <laughs> yeah. And even then, frankly, you'd be taking a risk because of the shadow of Mercury. It's still retro. in the shadow. Right. But, you know, you got to live your life, as Susan would tell you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <sighs> right. So she's like, she's like, yeah, if you've decided to get engaged, you've chosen an enchanting date. You know why it's also an enchanting date? Our why? our our mutual dog friend Linus is a New Year's Eve baby. He sure is. Wow. So and he's, he's always enchanting. sending golden beams. He definitely is. He is just an enchanting character all around. So every day of the year he's sending golden beams. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, you know, at the very least, I'll be thinking fondly of Linus on New Year's Eve. Um listeners who haven't heard us talk about Linus before, he's a dog. Yeah, he's a dog. But he's – so he's therefore even better than people because he's right. a really nice dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, happy birthday, Linus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, oh, Alex, I don't know – I don't know what much more there could be, but please let me know. How are my Scorps doing? How are the Scorpio forecasts? The Scorps are much better. Scorpios, this is your December 2023 horoscope. Uh I can just start by saying it is quite long. It is not the two pages that were given to us last month. Um, And she starts out immediately by talking about money. And she says, you're going to be quite focused on your finances. So she said, you may have seen an influx of money on November 27th. Um, That's because, you know, planets were doing things. Um, And then she also says, you're going to feel like you're spending a lot now. And you might be like, yeah, duh, Susan, everyone is spending money now. You're buying like presents, holiday expenditures, right? But she's like, you're actually spending a lot more money than other people. Oh. Um, She says, because Mars increases spending, Mars is doing something, you might potentially have a really large check to write. Um, But then she throws in a little tip, which is, You might want to keep track of your weekly spending on a credit card app on your smartphone. Okay, so who is she getting sponsored by? Not exactly. I'm like, are we going to read what (laughs) in the in the next week's note? Is it going to be like Credit Karma and Susan Miller special? Yeah, totally. So then she says, "What? Yeah, what she uh, told you, which is the best day to sign a contract is December seventh." Uh-huh. Because Mercury and Jupiter will be in a heavenly trine position. Okay, lovely. Um, she says you can do it earlier in the month if you need to, but like, don't do it after December twelfth. Don't do it after that moon, new moon. I think. Um, so really, get your get your contracts together for the seventh because then you're kind of out of luck. Um, let's see. Yeah, she. She's talks about Neptune is really, I feel like Neptune is kind of getting like the Uranus treatment this month. Yeah. Like he's really villainous. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's like really like he's bad. He's a problem with this. He's month. a real problem. And she says yeah. he's going to confuse you too, Scorp. So you also might want to hire a lawyer or some kind of oh, like, person okay. to help you. Yeah. Um, so just like <sighs> try to sign your papers earlier in the month. Don't let the Neptune's fog get to you. Pull over and take a nap if you need to, a.k.a. hire a lawyer or an accountant to help you. Oh, 
Okay. Oh. Yes. Remember, forensic accountants are our right. friends. Forensic accountants. Yeah. So then she said to me what she said to you, which is to order your packages and your presents early for people. Okay. But what she also added in mine was that she, and this is like, a, I feel like this is rare in Su- Susan World. She makes like a full on prediction that there's going to be severe weather delays oh. in holiday shipping in the second half of the month. Oh, fascinating. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I don't know if that's really true. I can't say either way, but Susan thinks that you need to order your stuff early because the weather is going to be terrible. <laughs> so we'll see. Um, okay. So there's a full moon. December 26th, and she's like, you're going to have been thinking about finances so much for this whole month that you're probably going to want to stop at that point. So she says, by the time you get to the full moon on December 26th, you're going to be tired of thinking about your finances, and you might like to just go away for a few days mm-hmm. so you can relax. Wait, so I've got a question about that. Yeah. You just spend money to go away. That is a great question, Laura. She does not talk about that. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's a free trip. I don't know. Yeah, She doesn't say that either. I mean, I also feel like that's a very tourist reaction. I'd be like, I've been thinking too much about money. I must spend money and go away. Well, honestly. I'm not knocking it. No. Yeah. She even says that it's going to be an incredibly happy trip that will include a touch of luxury. Oh, okay. Well, maybe it's one of those influx of bonuses. Some things will come through. I don't know. Maybe. Um, And she says, if you're with someone... Uh, you're this person could come with you on the trip and will be like a great traveler with you. Um, or potentially if it's like a business trip and you're with a business person that could also go really well. So then Susan gets into romance and I have to say, I know I really gave her a hard time about the fleets of cupids, but I kind Mm -hmm. of miss the fleets of cupids. Oh yeah. I know. I was too mean to them. Oh, now that they're Um, not around, now that they're not around, you're like, well, I mean, I wanted to like think they were chasing me. That's right. (laughs) Like you don't even know what you have until it's gone. You don't know what you got until it's gone. That's how No, and that applies to fleets of cupids. Wow. Okay. But she says Neptune is in your true love sector and now will be stronger than it has been in months. Oh. So This is happening from December 4th to December 29th. And she says, it's coming just in time to bring you extra oomph and charisma during the holiday party season. Oh, exciting. Which again, I think is Susan projecting a little bit because she's excited for the holiday party season. But you know what? She should be excited. She's been inside recovering for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then she says on December 9th, enjoy the spirit of the season. Enjoy holiday lights, have dinner in a restaurant decked out in holiday decorations, or take a child to see Santa Claus as some examples. But I'm like, we did that. We did that. We did that. We also, for I tell you, we had like our annual festive holiday dinner at a pub in Times Square that has like wonderful decor. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you, Susan. We did it before December 9th, but like very much appreciate. Totally. Um, So the opposite of that, unfortunately, is that December 20th, she says, will not be a good evening out because Venus is opposing Uranus, causing tremors in a relationship. Okay, okay. So like potentially December 9th, go meet Santa. December 20th, stay in. She says December 25th is going to be a great day. Um, You also might want to consider making a donation to charity on that day. She says the same thing about December 27th, one of the most special sparkly days of the month. Happiness will be showered over you. 
She also said potentially good things for career on that day, which like, I think a lot of people are on vacation, but like those of you who are not, maybe you'll hear good career things. Um, okay. So then we get to the end. She talks about New Year's Eve. She says, you might decide to have a small gathering at your house. Oh, okay. So I got actual tips about what to do on New Year's Eve. And then, in fact, in the summary, she goes into it yet again and says, oh. you might want to arrange a potluck dinner. Alex, you might need to throw Linus a birthday party. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Linus, what would you like to bring to the potluck? I think he wants to bring himself, his wagging tail, and maybe some treats. Yeah. That's fine. Just... Linus, bring your own food. Yeah. Yeah. So, Susan, you know, I appreciate her party tips. They're usually bizarre, but that's okay. Yeah. I mean, fine china, et cetera, et cetera. Rose petals, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, all in all, I was very satisfied by that. (sighs) Way better than what, like, you know, we were just happy to get whatever we could while she was ill. But this is, like, I feel much more on stable ground with these horoscopes. I do, too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I really, Susan, may your eyes continue to shine. Yes. Yes. And please take care of yourself also during this holiday season. Don't go too overboard, Susan. You've been sick. No. What, yeah. Was it last year when she was like, I was injured and then I, I insisted on making dinner and I cut my hand oh, with yeah. chopping vegetables? Oh, calamity. Wow. Susan, yeah. just, you know, people want to help you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. Well, I'm so thrilled that Susan is back. I'm really appreciative that we had our Christmas magic at the Rockefeller, or the Rockefeller? Rockettes. <laughs> Do you think they're called the Rockettes because of the Rockefellers? I don't know why they were called the Rockettes. Because it's across from Rockefeller Center? I just realized. I don't know why they're called the Or maybe Rockettes. it's about like, like. Rocking around the. Rock, no, but like, yeah, like, rocking. In the 1930s, it wouldn't have been like rock around the. There was no rock. Okay, so the reason, now we know, I've Googled it. The reason the Rockettes are called the Rockettes is that they were originally the Missouri Rockets and they were the Roxyettes when like some incredible impresario named Roxy brought them to New York. And then after Radio City and Roxy parted ways, they became the Rockettes. Thank you, Laura, for informing us. Well, I've we learned totally so much Rockette history in the past week and I'm a better person for it. Well, we know so much. Wow. Well, you know, I want to say, again, it's been another wonderful year of reporting on the Susan Miller Beat to our listeners. Thank you. We don't know where you come from or why you're listening, but I'm just appreciative that you're here. Yeah. You're thick and thin. That's right. Thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Um, We, you know... We would love your feedback if you would like to give it to us. Yes, definitely. You can always email us at astrologyzoned at gmail.com. If you know how to date Santa, please let me know. I feel like this is like a Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey moment where like I'm going to leave my phone number on a stocking for him or something and see if that works out. Right. Like just tucked into the under the yeah. cookies. Yeah. 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 And be like, call me. Right. Yeah. So yeah, so Santa dating tips, Santa really dating anything. tips, yeah, really. Um, and then we will see you back in twenty twenty four. I oh my can't. Gosh. We just the numbers, the numbers of the years just get more and more fake. <laughs> I know we're definitely living in the future. Yeah, this is crazy. So silly. Where's my um, Jetson rocket pack? <laughs> I don't know. Ask Santa. I, I will. I have a lot of questions when I can finally get her. <laughs> Our first um, date is going to be me being like, this is an interview, actually. 
<laughs> That's okay. He'll be excited to meet you. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I know. Maybe this time next year I'll be like, okay, I've got my Santa boyfriend. Here are our outfits. So good. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So we can dream. No, Alex, before we go, it is going to be so good because imagine the New York outfits and then we go to Hawaii for Christmas and then he has like Santa Aloha shirts. Guys, we got to manifest this for me. Wow. Okay. I'm so excited for my romantic New Year's Eve and everybody. Wow. 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 You could also do a potluck. Yeah, a potluck. You're right. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I mean, what is a luau if not a potluck? That's right. Why <laughs> so, waste like, Susan's good idea? Yeah, right. Exactly. Wow. Okay. So I hope everyone gets their equivalent of what they're manifesting for themselves. Mine is a Santa boyfriend. Um, and we hope you have a very merry holiday season, whatever you celebrate, camels or no. And we will see you guys next year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening. Thank you.